Hey, what's up, After Buzzers and Rain Superstars? We have an extravaganza for you today. We've got some special guests, a surprise or two, so get your wine, get your coat, get your coffee, whatever. Whatever you do, <laughs> stick around, keep it locked right here. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Yes. I feel like we haven't heard that. We heard it we this heard past it episode. We heard it we today. Did. And we did. We did. So excited. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? I'm your host, Alina Vision. You can follow me on all social media at Alina Vision. And we're joined with Keaton Markey. Hi, you guys. I am so excited to be back. I, I, I feel like it's been way too long. But as you guys all know, my name is Keaton Markey. And you can follow me all over the interwebs at Keaton Markey because I'm keeping it simple. But let's talk about who we all really yes. want to talk about right now. Uh, who's sitting next to me? Please, the, yes. the queen is in the building. Yes. <laughs> queen and director. Yes, right. queen and yeah. director, all around like female yes. badass. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Yeah. Thank yes. you. I'm very, very happy to be here. Where can we follow you on social media? Because I know you just tweeted a couple. Pictures. I did at Meg underscore follows. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Awesome. And we got a writer. One of the amazing yeah. writers. Yeah. One of the amazing writers. We're super happy to have you. What's Thank up, you. Drew Lindo? Hi, it's nice to be here. I, I'm a fan of what you guys have been doing since season one. You guys are amazing. And thank so you. Thank you. Yeah, we thank you for the support. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys. And funny story, viewers, Drew and I did dinner like during season one because yes. we have a mutual friend and he's like oh you like rain like i know one of the writers and i said you should come on the show but at the time like it wasn't i, like, I, really I, I essentially do it. said to you no one wants to hear the writers talk get actors on the show <laughs> and i was right i was right the only reason i'm here is because i'm sitting next to the mvp super secret weapon of the show and that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. True. We, we love we love writers who think like yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have uh, a surprise special guest will be joining us mm-hmm. uh, very shortly. Yes. So uh, just stay tuned and stay tuned, tuned stick around. Is. But um, if you've noticed, we're missing our favorite guy. I know. Phil's not in with us today, and he's super bummed he couldn't make it. And he actually wrote a letter. So Keaton's going to read it for you. Guys. I will read Phil's letter. <laughs> Dear Rain fans, I was so torn about today because I really wanted to be here with you all for this special day, but unfortunately, timing is as such that I couldn't make it. In spite of which this is intended, it wasn't so much about finally being able to meet the writers, Drew and Wendy, or our queen, Queen Catherine. Instead, it's that I feel like I'm missing the ability to participate in this momentous day for us Rain fans. We have watched the show and loved the show so much, and today's after show will surely be a treat for us. However, there's times in life that are beyond you and things you must do. That is what I'm doing. I wish I could provide more detail and perhaps when I return, I will. But that'll have to suffice for now. Keaton and Alina will do an amazing job leading us in this discussion and I can't wait to listen. So let's begin and let me at least start it off by state by stating Drew, Wendy, and Megan in the most sincerest way imaginable. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the after show. Thank you for taking the time. It means a lot, not only to me, Alina and Keaton, but After Buzz, but of course, all of our fans fans. as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys. And thank you, Phil, for writing that wonderful so sweet. And by the way, Phil should not feel bad, because my partner, co-writer on the show, Wendy Riss, is supposed to show up today, too. This is an empty chair. So so <laughs> Phil and Wendy both had things come up, and, and they couldn't be here. So it's okay, Such Phil. a life. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Life yeah. does happen. Exactly. But he'll be here with us in spirit, and so will Wendy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yeah, let's start off. Let's break this down. Um, we're going to start off in Scotland, but first, I want to talk to the director yeah. of the yeah. episode. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Director in the house. Exactly. <laughs> so... What was your favorite part about directing the show? Oh, oh wow. Um, getting to have my vision of how I saw something come to fruition, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, you, know, I, you know, the first one was like, telling people what to do. That's always <laughs> good. But, you know, you have to be careful with that one. Um, 
But honestly, really, I just, I absolutely, I loved it. I loved being able to put uh, a movement of a camera and the feeling of a camera to the feeling of an emotion of a character in the story. I really noticed that in this episode. Yes, so I felt I. like there was a lot of camera movement, but mm-hmm. it was and it was so beautiful. I feel like you guys have such cool spaces and such mm-hmm. wonderful kind of visuals, and so I really liked seeing the camera moving as well as with the characters and stuff, which I, I don't feel like a lot of the episodes have been very... Uh, what is it? What right. is the word? I'm like, I don't know. Just a lot. I feel like a lot of the episodes, the camera's more still. So I really That's noticed that, that choice. Good, yeah. good. Thank there you. There was a lot of hand camera. I noticed too, especially during the fight scene. Handheld, yeah. Handheld, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah with the assassination it. attempt on yeah. on Darnley. Yeah. I think yeah. it really suited this one too because there was there's a wild frenetic energy to mm-hmm. the Mary Darnley story. So mm-hmm. I think Megan was really tapping into getting that sensation and of that. That energy that was so, you know, frenetic. Especially so. in that, that one scene in particular where uh, she's kind of like, she gets freaked out after it starts getting more passionate between it. The camera was just like, ding, ding, ding. Yes. And, then all, and you're like getting a little, like, feeling a little, like, the, of the pressure that you feel Mary's feeling. And all of a sudden she, like, kind of is like, no, I can't. And the camera's like, ding. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, good, so, yeah. yeah. Props. Thank Very you. Very much yes. props. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's so exciting, I have to say, when you, um, being on this side of it, too. Because as an actor, you know those things. And, and I mean, it all starts with the writing. Um, and I'm not just blowing smoke. <laughs> uh, but it's true. You have to have the writing and the good, strong writing. And then you have a story. You, you have mm-hmm. what you are striving for. And then the actors want to come in and you just really want to fulfill on that. You want to know what you're doing. And then really for me, as I said, being on the other side, because I'm also acting in the episode yeah. mm-hmm. as well, which was really fun too. But So you're having to think both subjectively and objectively on about what you're fighting for as the character, what each individual character wants, but how that character is serving what their note is in the score, in the larger score of the piece. That, to me, is really exciting. I noticed that... Uh, Catherine didn't have as much airtime as she normally does. Now, was oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. She was so busy. I didn't think about that until you brought it up. That was a specific thing, right? That was written in. Yes, so that, it, it was. Yes. And, and, and in fact, the episode before, because I could see that some fans were not so happy, because I um, I think I got knocked down on the last one. I got, oh, I know. Your son's been going through down. some hell in that castle. Let's just say, Catherine has been, you know, she's been getting slugged around a little bit. Um, but that's because she was out prepping yeah. um, for her episode. So you, you have to, in fact, the prep week before you shoot is almost more, you need more of your time um, mm-hmm. to be out there picking locations, you know, going through sets, costumes every wow. moment, uh, having tone notes, concept meetings, and all of those yeah. delicious things. And was the directing, did you bring it to kind of the producers, like, hey, I want to direct an episode, or were they I, like, okay. No, I did, and I did it very early on, in fact, I I. I went right to Frank Syracuse, who was one of our Canadian uh, executive producer uh, with John Weber. Um, and I went and I said, I want to direct an episode of Rain. And he said, well, go and direct something first. Mm. And I uh, directed a play um, that I was doing. So I was actually doing Rain the first season and directing. Oh so I was God, working okay. seven days a week. And the production was very kind because I was I was working then. They'd sort of fit me and I'd maybe do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or, or on Rain or Monday, Tuesday. And then I was working right through the weekend directing this uh, this play that I had done and um, and then I shadowed in the second season um, and uh, and I got my break in the third season so Bruises That Lie right. for the fans up yeah. there so 310 I think it was yeah it was episode yeah. 310 yeah. written by PK so mm-hmm. then it was uh, called Bruises That Lie and that's where Claude was married off um, oh, to right. uh, Duke Buenel, I believe. Oh. And then she uh, punched him in the... Uh, he's... <laughs> yes. And Remember? she was like... And then she like, just <laughs> punched him. Pow! Yeah. And she punched yeah. him. So yeah. that was a great episode. I too. love your relationship with Claude. Yeah. I think yeah. you two on screen, it's it's this relationship of, and your story has kind of grown mm-hmm. so much. And I really, really love that mother-daughter because it just seems so real. And it seems so relatable, I feel like, to girls today, even though it's like set, you know, way back when. But just kind of like that fight that you have with yeah. your mother. <laughs> but then also you, like, not only that fight, but then, okay, my mom is the one who's really looking out for me mm-hmm. and seeing her kind of realize that. And then now her, that her older sister's coming in. And, and oh, my God. God. Well, now we have a she mutual enemy. Yeah. 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 Sort of takes a little heat off. You know, Catherine's at least sort of in Claude's good books. But mm-hmm. speaking of bruises that lie, I mean, 
Catherine sets her up for something. Which <laughs> oh, is gosh, I know. Which the fans just instantly forgave, by the way. I know. Like, I get well, forgiven a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She can literally do She's killed more people on the show <laughs> than any... i away with murder on this show, actually. I really That's true. So, Drew, here's a question for you, uh, going back to that. Because Catherine is just one of those characters that, like, one episode, you're just like, oh, you can't stand her. And then the other, you just love her. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the show is just driven by her. How, as a writer... Do you guys like figure out and write that in to make her like a lovable character? That like, well, um, what, what's interesting about this season is that for the first time we have we have three countries and three courts right. operating yeah. simultaneously, mm-hmm. and it boggles my mind that in the first season we were all in one one one, one court, one country, and now wow. it's, it's literally almost three different shows yeah. happening simultaneously, and so that means you have three different leads essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's exciting for us this season is. Uh, Lori McCarthy, our, our the show's creator and our showrunner, she'd always talked about wanting to do sort of a, a spin-off of the Medici Court and, and the Valois. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of watching that this season. And so for us, I mean, for us, Catherine is the hero or anti-hero, depending on how you want to describe her, of the mm-hmm. France storyline. So um, so that means you have to give her incredible obstacles and, and problems to deal with. And, and I think that the decision to bring Lisa in this this year was to give her an antagonist who mm. she couldn't just poison and murder because she's her blood, right? But who also because ultimately knows her. she's very because the, ca- the, the 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 character is so great because ultimately she's loyal to family. Yeah. Right. So even Henry in the first season who does terrible things to his mm-hmm. wife, yeah. you know, every now and then they still hook up and they have yeah. together. Yeah. Family is family. Passion. All right, right, you know right. What I mean? yeah. Family is family. So and it's fun too. Family is family. And then this is also Lisa because she knows her mother. It's it's funny because there was even a scene I think in the premiere where Catherine does one of her famous murder suicides. Yeah. You know. And uh, Lisa's just like, I know you. I know you. Didn't, uh, like this is not real. And and it's yeah. funny because in season one we saw that work so well. But when you put her up against someone who grew up with her under her roof, right. mm-hmm. wasn't with that with the Prince of Spain? Like she's yeah. just like he's crazy for some yeah. reason. Yeah. I don't know, mom. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. something happened to him when he came here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's got. And then that's fun because she's also power hungry because mm-hmm. she's a chip mm-hmm. off from the apple yeah. doesn't fall exactly. far from the tree. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Exactly. All right, well, let's get into the actual episode. Starting off in Scotland, um, we see Ambassador Richards come in. And, yeah, he has a message for uh, Darnley and Mary. That Darnley <laughs> needs to go back to London, as per Elizabeth. Mary's um, like, no, he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved seeing just them react to each other in that scene and how now they're playing off each other. Now they're, like, becoming a couple. Right. Yeah. Mar- how Mary and Darnley are mm-hmm. there, they're a force. Uh, it's, it's She has an ally to be up for her against up against uh, England. Right. And I also just, I'm, you know, a big shout out to Will Kemp who plays Mm -hmm. Darnley because he was such a fun character right away because he also is a bit of an anti-hero as Mm -hmm. well. He's he's just deliciously, Darnley is deliciously arrogant and it's (laughs) it's his comeuppance. It's it's the thing that blindsides him and yet, Mm -hmm. and it's sort of delicious, but he plays it with such ownership and he seduces Mary with it and Mm -hmm. Mary's not easily Mm -hmm. won by fools. She doesn't suffer fools. Yeah. Um, Speaking of fools. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What's happening? Wait a minute. What is happening? We have a seat right here. Surprise guest. Surprise guest, everybody. Hey. Jonathan Kelly. Hey. Hi, how you guys doing? How are you doing? Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Megan Follows. Jonathan Kelly. Huge fan. Welcome back. Nice to see you again. Jonathan, nice to meet you. Sorry, guys. Here we are. Yeah. What's up, guys? Yes. Gosh. <laughs> so what did I miss? Like I said, extravaganza. We we're just yes. talking about Darnley. Oh, Darnley. Yes. he's handsome. He's just so how they were up. They're they're a good um, pairing. The, that it, Mary and Darnley. You just see this sort of that his own arrogance in that scene with Ambassador yeah. Richards, and that was really fun to play. And they're also on horses. I will also say it was forty degree, almost forty degrees um, Fahrenheit when we shot that scene. So it was what is great that? time for water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so so hot and crazy, and those horses like to keep. But I loved, <laughs> but I loved having them on it and having the movement, which is great. And and both you know Addie and uh, Will were on those animals so beautifully, and yeah. uh, just kind of the the, the he just exudes kind of this power that seduces Mary, and it's fun to see that mm-hmm. he's able to, to put his nose up to the English, absolutely, and uh, and does it unapologetically. And I think for her, she's having she's been having to do so much of our show sort of in fear of things. She's mm-hmm. been afraid of. Who's going to take something from yeah. her? Mm-hmm. So for and 
and I, and then lost the love of her life, Francis, right. and this. And all of a sudden, here's a guy who's basically the cock of the walk. Maybe not somebody that she's settling for, you know. And yeah, that's I mean, the and thing. she's and making it for the work safety for it of it. Too. It's not, you know, it, it might be just what she needs at this well, moment. Well, that's that's why it's sort of interesting yeah. because she needs that boost of that uh, show of power. It's the perfect time too, because what's what's really exciting for what was so exciting for us for season four was that for three seasons, Mary's like, I'm not a threat to England. I'm not a threat to Elizabeth. I don't right. want her throne. Mm-hmm. And the minute Lola died, that yeah. all changed. And mm-hmm. so well, this season for her swells. So, yes. I mean, you have to avenge her. You have to avenge her. And, but and also just that idea that like there is no, the, the Game of Thrones is on essentially on yeah. our show. There's no, there's no <laughs> so white flag. So, so to have a character like Darnley who's like, let's go get it. Yeah. Is excited. Yeah. It brings something out in Mary that's like she's unleashed this season, and it's fun to see them kind of channel like energy it. together. Can I Absolutely. just beg the producers or the editors? Can we not see Lola get like I, I feel like every episode <laughs> yeah. at the beginning when they're like the last time on the previous like on Rain, we see that that moment before Lola gets beheaded. And every time I'm like, oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to remember this not anymore, ready. guys. Yeah. It's just such a strong motivator. It trigger is. warning should be yeah. up. Before yeah, that, sure. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the character of Darnley. Just like you said, he's just arrogant, and it's bringing kind of that out in Mary. She's mm-hmm. yeah. she's like grabbing the bull by the balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I, it's unpredictable too, exactly. which is what makes it dangerous for her as a character because he. And as we saw at the end of four oh six, when all of a sudden it's like, mm-hmm. uh oh, what is he really up to? What's he gonna right. do, that guy? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that, I wanted to ask you as a writer, there's been so many times that I've noticed recently that we kind of cut to James, like in the office, you Mm -hmm. cut to Jim, you get get, like James's reaction Mm -hmm. to Darnley, like, and like, that's what the audience is thinking, because we're just like, wait, this is, this seems like really like ironic that that happened. Is that written in that you're, you know, doing these cuts to to get these reactions or is that, yeah, the director that. Well, she's directing it when it's being shot and then um, the editors yeah, are choosing yeah. when to go yeah, to those right. shots and um, you know it's tricky because you know what's funny is the people watching the show they, a lot of them have Wikipedia all of the events that are <laughs> right. to take place <laughs> so I, it's hard to say too much about James and Darnley only that um, uh, they're both very complex characters they both have different motives working at the same time mm-hmm. and it's exciting to see you know who's going to be proven right or wrong one episode or the next so but it was fun too because I also Dan is a wonderful the, the, the actor who plays James, um, and he and Addie work so well together. Yeah. So finally, Addie's uh, Mary's back in a court where she actually has family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But of course, it's already complicated because he's right. being his power is being usurped, and ultimately, mm-hmm. our show always comes back to this theme of what the women have to do to maintain their power, and that it's mm-hmm. never just assumed. That it's a natural thing for yeah. women to be in this right. position. Well, and just because she's queen, or you know, right. and, and same yeah. for you. But even so even so if forth. she is, even Elizabeth, who was queen, she's always being threatened by the male, mm-hmm. the hierarchy, yeah. the, the patriarchy right. around here. So, so there's Mary in her th- at home with her brother. But I did love. But he's very possessive of her, and I just loved mm-hmm. that. That it, it was fun to play. Those two guys, you know, in, mm-hmm. against yeah. each other with Mary sort of always in relationship. So mm-hmm. I did um, want to keep him very much alive because I just think he's a very interesting character because he's being usurped by a female, his sister. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like exactly. the show is like the king of love triangles. When I say like there are so many and they're, they they just kind of over start to overlap and like yeah. I would love for somebody to drop fans out there listening tree. right oh now. Can you, can you just draw me a, a love diagram. triangle yes. Venn yes. diagram so yes. I can see <laughs> from season one where everybody has gone, who yeah. has slept with who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of triangles. Yeah. 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 Who are Eskimo brothers? Yeah. Get to that. No. Should we go to Should we go to France last? Or um, in, we'll do. We'll do. You're here. Let's go to Let's France. Let's go to France. France. Yeah. Tell us about this love triangle. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, it's a love triangle that uh, you know, uh, Lake certainly has been caught in a number of them. Yes. Uh, and uh, they never quite seem to work out so well for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that. Uh, <laughs> look at, why are you looking at me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> In the writers' room, they're just like, "Oh, let Leith lose again. He'll get over it." Well, you know, I think that uh, you know, Leith is somebody who, uh, across all the seasons, we've been watching his rise. You know, and it's a rise that was so much for uh, the the women in his life, and he was, and it was something that he was, he was trying to change himself 
for them. And I think the realization was that changing himself for somebody else, you know, was poisoning him himself and was changing who he was, and he didn't like that, and he didn't want that for himself, and so he decided to sort of try and force himself out of the equation and use the leverage that he had to sort of escape and create his own life and and maybe sort of escape all of the dynamics and intrigue of court. French court is a sinister place. (laughs) Yes. You have to be... Yeah. Two gangsters to survive. Yeah. Right? You gotta be a gangster. You gotta be an OG right here. Right here. And, and Leif has always been very like, a pure of heart character, and that's why yeah. we loved him. Is that he he was he was that honorable guy. And what I love about the episode and the way it's performed and directed is that you really do wonder in that moment is he is he willing to let a good man die to yes. get what he wants. And and it, what's great is that like you know he could have wound up in, with Claude that episode if he had done that, but we wouldn't love him anymore. You know what I mean? Right. You would I think, thought he was dead. I, I was like, so he's too. like Luke's gone. I know. Yeah. 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 Nice Steve yeah. Run. Yeah. He's so nice. Yeah. So I mean, in a way, it's it's tragic, and yet I do think on some level, it's a little bit. There's a bittersweet empowerment to it at the same time yeah. because he makes his own choice. Usually, he's waiting. Is Greer going to choose him or not? You know, and she chooses Peppercorn. And you know, this time it was. I, I think what's powerful. Who the hell chooses Leith? Peppercorn over But if you think about it, there was also, you know, uh, you know, all these triangles. Lathe was sort of always up against these greater than thou mm-hmm. odds. You know, that choice was choosing Lathe or, in her mind, choosing her family, you know? Well, and, yes. and then once we were sort of up against it again, it was either choosing Lathe or choosing herself and her own independence, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I made a case and I put my best foot forward, but she chose herself. And then I think Lathe sort of had to make that that same choice for himself at the end of it all yeah. you know in terms of choosing Claude choosing this kind of uh, either well you know either choosing to leave Luke to die or choosing that life of being in that triangle and I just think yeah. he couldn't uh, option C couldn't but, that, that, but option yeah. C is interesting option Absolutely. C is, is I'm not going to let a good man die but I'm also not going to sit here and yeah. be corroded right. by this pain but I do I, lo- I do love that line that you wrote for Narcisse about um, you know to say to Leith, look how far you've come. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, rising yeah. in stage, uh, uh, trading, trading your heart, your heart, heart. Yeah. to rise in station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nicely you, done. That thank you. That was a great line. And that was the last scene I shot. Mm-hmm. That's now, right. Okay. And, yeah. okay. Narcisse yeah, just questions. looking at you. Yeah. I have questions. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because I have as many answers as I can. So, okay. So all I have to say is, like surprisingly now, can talk about that. Surprisingly, <laughs> now just so happens Greer just got left. Yes. Oh, that's I, that's nice. And remember Hostradamus, who I, I call him Hostradamus because <laughs> I, I thought he was so I hot know, back in the day. So one of his first kind of premonitions was yes. that yeah. you and Greer would end up because you had the you know flower on your uh, face, whatever. I was the man with the white mark. Yes, yeah. the um, man with the white mark, and now somehow you're both finding you know you might be in Scotland. So or whatever. the the purpose of that prophecy, you know, uh, although who knows the truth, you know, of where it led to the others, but was mainly about you know uh, Ailey and proving that his prophecies had truth, mm-hmm. you know, to ground Catherine's motivation in believing that her son's life was in jeopardy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, who knows if there is a man with the white mark in Greer's future, uh, or if you know the the fan uh, you know the fan stories beyond take this up. But we will not see Greer and Leith uh, reunite by the end of season four. This breaks Aww. my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. It's so sad because he never gets the girl, you know, when he's in love. Well, you but know, you know well, what? Well, I have to say, know. I I actually really like that about our show. Yeah, and I think, and that's what's that that it's more reflective. Sadly, sorry guys for about. A reality mm-hmm. in this that yeah. there are winners and losers, and yeah. our yeah. show was set up that way. In fact, the lead character of our show, we already know, is on the wrong side of history. Yeah, yeah. Right. that is just yeah. the whole. Yeah. What's so fascinating to me that this show took off, that they they rolled the dice, and this wasn't a, a story about young Elizabeth, right? Yeah. And her yeah. thing yeah. And yeah. coming to power. It was about the it was about the person who could have been something and who's on. We end up knowing on the wrong side of history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, and there's so much interesting drama and there's so much love and support for Absolutely. for Mary and for different characters yeah. because they make, whether they're, however they go down, and some of them go down hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Leith actually 
grows up in a very painful yeah. way, but he gets some money out of it. Like yeah. he he has to negotiate something mm-hmm. right. to yeah. actually protect himself in a way that that gives him something, and that's kind of fascinating. I yeah. Think. yeah, and he's still alive too. I mean, he's you alive, know, which is which is he's a lot of characters. There's also, you know, I I I, I love that you know uh, he takes the lands that Narcissa taken from him back, you know, yeah, and, so, and that was where yes. he had made, right. you know, he had made a home for himself there, and that was sort of where he was looking to start his life, you know, without Greer the last time, and sort of that was robbed from him, you know, and I think that there's a nice sort of. Uh, homage to his relationship with Francis there and that connection to that relationship and that friendship, you know, and I think, you know, he's going he's gonna to be okay, I think. Yeah. Well, Latha is gone and he started a nice wine. The couple of in here. Yeah, but, yeah. This is, he will not John Snow again. You're not John Snow again. No, I did that just the once. I swear, I bled out John Snow. Snow exactly. John no. Snow us one more time. No, uh, un, uh, you know, uh, Lath has gone on into his next life. Uh, yeah. Well. He's running off into the sunset. But what a send off, too. I mean, yeah. the, way, the way that Megan directed that sequence in the courtyard is just. Yeah, I mean that. I, I think it's some of the best work I've seen Jonathan do on the show, and, Thank and you. just that shot you do with the the, the colors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was uh, again such a testament to our extraordinary uh, art department, our set design, those incredible spaces. I mean, to be able to do a scene where. He, in 310, I had a moment with, with Claude and Laith when yeah. she, she was having to go off to marry mm-hmm. uh, Bonnell and he, he, she was in the carriage. And, and I, and I sort of, in yeah. my mind, I always sort of saw that as sort of that, it's the railway station. It's that, that mm-hmm. iconic oh. image mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. being on the train and it's the other person heart. having to watch go. And so mm-hmm. now we're in a carriage, so I, had, I was able to do that, have movement and have them be these ships passing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, like, it's sort of like every great Western or big moment, mm-hmm. you know, to get a man on a horse... You know, <laughs> yeah. and yes. have, but instead of him riding away from us, he's coming towards us, and that is sort of important right. too mm-hmm. because yeah. he's not—he's actually going somewhere. Like mm-hmm. he's the—we're with him, and then he passes us, and she's the one who's stuck behind mm-hmm. bars. Right. So yeah. she—he's actually free. That's that's so beautifully put. Escape from us. That's how I saw it. That's so true. That's how I saw it. That's what I wanted to do for you, my friend. That's so good. So getting back to you being the director of this episode, I think you just touched on this. We did have a fan question. This is from at Mel C underscore LC on Twitter. She says, as a director, what influenced you the most? Um... Just in that, oh, I guess I'm, I'm not sure. You can take that probably wherever you want. Um, <laughs> to, well, you know, it's really two things. It's it's images and feelings. It's mm-hmm. it's. Um, I, I I do a fair amount of stills photography for myself. That's something that I've so I've always had somewhat of a visual. Um, I like to have an, a, a visual language, kind of an emotional right. visual language, and so to me, it is that great thing that that the camera can do, mm-hmm. that can tell that that story. So that inf- Space, spatial, mm-hmm. people in space. Um, you know, it's combined. It's really a dance. It's it's words with with bodies in space and movement. I mean, I know it sounds pretty. Now I'm getting kind of no. like you'd think that I. What was you in the cup so of water? Official. No, no. We're <laughs> talking an artiste right now. Absolutely. I'm just telling you how this this works. But of course. But it was fun because when you're on when you direct theater. You are always the audience back here, and you have a tableau of something. And the and the art of that is that you see everything at all times, and light and movement changes, and sets can come down and mm-hmm. and can be changed, and and the light can change a mood, and sound can come in, which is the other really critical thing to me is mm-hmm. is that is that combination. But you're back in one space, so your eyes are literally having to dart right. what gets taken. Now, the, when you're in film or television. The camera is doing it differently now. It's much more intimate. It can be huge in scope, but it can come in right in here. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's doing something else, and it's that dance of when is a moment right. in close, when is a moment wide. Sometimes something deeply personal can actually be a very wide frame, and someone can be very lonely. So Claude behind a thing going, as opposed to smashing on her face close, mm-hmm. and we had that, yeah. you know. Because but when we put it together, I didn't 
like that. Yeah. I found it said a bigger story to have at a wider frame. It's more isolating. She's right. smaller mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. she's broken. She's smaller yeah. in a thing with something in front of her that's locked her in. Yeah. Right. Does that answer? That absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing answer. It sounds like she knows what she's doing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's a director. She's got, she's got that gravitas. Or something. Um, I'm going to jump back to Lathe really quick because a couple people in the live chat have some questions. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Jonathan, what was your favorite scene to shoot the entire series. Ooh. Great question. Ooh, you know, I, I gotta say, and uh, it, the first thing that comes to my mind, and because it was sort of the first really fun thing I got to do, was the kitchen fight in uh, oh, 107. That was a great yeah, scene. That was a lot of fun, and that was, I think that was your first that episode. That was my first episode, right? yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and you were up in Toronto for the, mm -hmm. the shoot of it, and it was just, it was the first time where I got to really engage with the period world, you know, mm -hmm. where it was like in the set and we were moving through it and, you know, there was the fight and then, you know, we had to decide whether or not to, you know, to kill him or not or if he was dead and it was a, a very strong bonding moment between Greer and Lath and it was so mm -hmm. much fun getting to work with Selena and John, uh, the, the stunt John guy. Stead, yeah, John Stead. John Stead. Yeah, John <laughs> Stead. And uh, so I'd say that that was that. That's the thing that jumps to my mind. But like you know, I also I loved the you know the battle of the, with the red knights. That I was, was, gonna, so I was, that was awesome. Yeah. That was that great. was so cool. Yeah. And then uh, there's been there's been so many and some of the simple scenes as well. I, I again you know I love some of the stuff from the first episode. You know that date that Celine and I have uh, that Gur and Lath have in, in the kitchen. You know just sort of mm -hmm. that casual fun. But who know? would read it to you? What? That, yeah, exactly. The, the, that all yeah, that, that stuff. stuff, and we yeah. shot that. We shot that whole the, the whole episode's worth of our stuff in in one day. So it oh, was like, wow. yeah. And so it was a you know sometimes that's that's when you when you out. saucily try to get the stain out of her. Dress. That was that was I think that was a, that was a, a couple <laughs> episodes later. But yeah, you know, trying to help, yeah. just you know, trying to get rid of these stains. <laughs> <laughs> You're so thoughtful, you know. Yeah, so thoughtful. Well, so, well like, thank I got you. The tricks. Yeah, that was Trinity Riley who had that question. Thank you, Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Trinity. And you know, I want to parlay that over to you. What? What was, yeah, what was your favorite? favorite? Uh, um, Over, like, scene to shoot. Um, as an actor, yeah, as, yeah, as not, a, well, not everything's there. Um, I have to say, Whack and Diane. I am not going to lie. <laughs> that was Anna, Anna. She was great. Um, that actress was it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, that that was three. That we, that we took quite a bit of time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> You savored it? And they had stunt people, and, and she and I were like, no, 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 we're doing this. <laughs> no, no, no. So we, so I just thought for Catherine, mm -hmm. that, mo that was such mm -hmm. a great uh, mm -hmm. moment. That was a great payoff, that moment. Long time coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I look back, and I have a lot of fun, too. It was one an episode when uh, my, um, when Henry um, uh, made love to his, uh, the, with, the Archduke of whatever. Oh, yeah, the, the, Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry. Yeah. He, yeah. I want to swear, but I, I guess I'm not allowed to. Or I don't know if I am. Yeah, we didn't ask if we were allowed we to swear. Are we allowed to swear on him? Yeah, I mean... Okay, yeah. when he <laughs> fucked the girl out the window. <laughs> <laughs> to the chase. Yeah. You call that zero to a hundred. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and then he had to come and beg me to help him clean up his mess. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so that was a lot of fun, that scene. That but I've good. been really lucky, because also being in the Mercury tub when Narcisse... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know you've gone to like, like when, when you feed it. when you feed him his horse, and that was another. Oh, that's that's, that's yeah. one of my. When I, I, when, that. when I read that, yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, Aramis, no, yes, his horse when I fed Narcissus' horse. Again, she's a gangster. She mm -hmm. did, not did. and then yeah. she chops it up yeah. 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 and screamed, "I love you!" Yeah, it's because it's because I love you. Oh, yeah, right. So it's hard to choose. <laughs> what about directing? What was your favorite scene to direct this episode? Um, oh, on this episode, um, well, definitely the one one of the Johnny and, and uh, Rosie on the horse was a great one. I have to say here, um, I love Good that. Call. Um, Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, I also the 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 fight scene was a lot of fun. Um, it's one of the best oh, fight yeah. scenes yeah, we've had on the show. Really I think. Good. It was really I'm, good. I'm very excited about. I got, directed one more episode this season, which uh, I, I can't really even tease too much about. But uh, there is some stuff I'm very excited about in that episode too, with all three worlds that really come colliding Take into. Together. There's some <laughs> iconic stuff in Megan's next episode. That's uh, so. Mm -hmm. But oh man, I you know what? I'll tell you one of my favorite, uh, and it's just a visual thing too. Is Mary's party? You know, you have eighty people and or a hundred extras mm -hmm. in there, yeah. 
And when Ambassador Richards comes in and they're red, and you know, Meredith, Mark Pollock, our designer, our costume designer, had this most beautiful, exquisite blue dress mm -hmm. that Adelaide is in. We've yeah. never seen her in that color, but we also have all of these men for the Brits in red, and I just had this feeling of wanting this arrow pointing mm -hmm. towards oh, her, right. so I had a crane shot up high from the back, and they come in like a beacon pointing, and he's at the... the that the point of it is Richard's coming forward and she's like, well, what do you want? But it's, again, it's a very wide shot, mm -hmm. which you always kind of fight for in, yeah. <laughs> in television. No, just course. remote because it just tells a story yeah, before, yeah, you're, before you're into yeah. that. Yeah, it widens um, the scope. You know? And, yeah. it, and yeah. it also, you know, we're in, that was what was so delightful and delicious playing in our world. And, you know, I would imagine getting to write in this world mm -hmm. and certainly to act in this world is that you're in castles for Christ's yeah. sake. You're in, yeah. there's parties, there's, right. you know, you've these extraordinary outfits. You have this lush, rich scenery that you get to play with yeah. and shoot. And that's really, um, that, that was an absolute gift. Like, uh, speaking of the, the costume design, which I think is like, Phenomenal. Give this woman an award because, yes. like, what you got. She did. She, she did. Just she did. She did. She did. Canadian yes. Screen Award. For, oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. So, yes. so yes. well yes. deserved. Yes. Shout out to Meredith. I follow her on Instagram, and I'm just like, oh, no. Meredith's yeah. work is uh, extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. What has been one of your favorite? Because you get to yeah, wear yes. exquisite things. What mm -hmm. has been one of your like most memorable things that you've worn? Um. One of them was uh, actually, uh, which was a really fun outfit. It was when I think when Bash tried to whack me. <laughs> That's <laughs> when he a great scene. Out that I you know, that I'd whacked his mother. So yeah. he was, he had a little. There were some issues, mm -hmm. but if you're going to be whacked or attempted, you better look damn good. Which Meredith made me look. So I had these like long, yeah. these incredibly long sleeves, and I'd been hiding my neck because Kristoff and I had been getting into some jiggy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A little bit of rough sex you know. play had been happening. So I was hiding the bruises on my neck. So yeah. she'd had this really outrageous collar, which whatever, yeah. you know. There's a great shot in that episode at the very end of it for you when you're in, alone in the throne room after uh, Claude and Charles have left. Right. And that dress just sort of like, she's just like this very lonely statue in the, in the, in the throne room. I just got the most beautiful. Um, they really dressed Catherine um very powerfully, mm -hmm. and there was there was there became a time when almost shoulders sort of became a bit militaristic. They would kind of build things out, and yeah. these, and and there would always be coats, sort of long cloaks and coats on top of dresses for Catherine. It became very signature. Well, Elizabeth starts to take almost. over some of that too. Yeah. Elizabeth starts to look mm -hmm. more, um, whereas Mary sometimes is softer, and you know she's got yeah. more romantic. Uh, right. I'm the general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The costumes have sort of evolved with the series. It, it seemed, you know, we, there was a, I think, Laurie, our creator and uh, and showrunner, I think in like the first season was more of a, felt more like a contemporary mishmash between contemporary styles and, and right, period. Yeah. And now it's what's what's been kind of cool is watching this show kind of morph from this almost like this origin story of Mary. And in the now fourth season, we're kind of catching up to the history that everybody yeah, knows. And so very the true. costumes and the story, like everything's sort of clicking into place of. What we understand this time of period to be a little bit more. Right. I mean, in Adelaide's costumes too, and the sets in Scotland, you'll see more and more of them this season. Are yeah. so beautiful those yeah. Scottish mm -hmm. sets, and the color tones that she puts yeah. them in. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. really, it's really fun because every set and everybody's costumes really is different, reflective right. of those countries and of the time. They're they're very dis succinct and different. Well, yeah. and it's crazy. I mean, every season she basically got a whole new world, a whole new country to I know. have yeah. to yeah. capture and explore yeah. and all that. And, and for art, you know, uh, as well for the art department. And yeah. so, the, I mean, it was it was, it was was a show that exponentially grew season to season, you yeah. know, and, and finding that balance and juggling it back and forth, you know, I think she did, they all did a great job. And I think this is one of our strongest seasons too, season yeah. four. Yeah. It's just a really, there's just really wonderful place. I think, I'm excited for people to, what's nice right now is that you have to wait a week at a time time to digest it because we're airing but I am looking forward to people binging the season later because I do think yeah. it builds in such a great way and um yeah. I look forward to binging the entire series. Like, yes. but, like as this I feel like as this season comes to a close, yeah. like yeah. I will probably go back and rewatch everything it. before we kind of wrap the sh after show up right. and everything right. just cuz I think it'll be a fun journey yeah. to right. yeah. be able to talk about um, kind of everything. So we'll have to have all you guys back. Absolutely. Uh, once it's all said and done and we can talk about everything. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yes, I, I had gone back cuz I'm sort of looking at scenes to pull for from my reels. <laughs> 
I can't believe how much we did in this show. How many oh episodes were there? 74? I think 74, uh, 78. 74, 78. Uh, 22, 22, 18, 18, 16. Someone with a calculator can put those together. Uh, but, uh, yeah, six, you guys, I mean, because every every uh, season I'm like, oh my gosh, there's still more Rain episodes? Yeah. Yes! Like, this yeah. is so exciting because I... Because I, I go, I go back it. and it's like, oh my god, I forgot that happened in the yeah. castle. <laughs> oh my god, I tried to kill Mary in a bathtub. I forgot that. What? Yeah. And then Clarissa, yes. it's like my my oh love my god, child with, uh, yeah. with uh, the guy with the birthmark that yeah. Henry Inquisition. finds out, oh, the Inquisition, that, oh. and then he goes yeah. to kill him, <laughs> kill him, and it was oh like... My gosh. <laughs> So, Henry. Drew, yeah. um, we haven't seen a lot of the mystical stuff in the writing. I wondered True. if we get this question. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, well, you know, I'm very, I, I try not to be spoilerific in any way, shape, or form, but right. I will say that, you know, we had a hint of the occult this mm-hmm. season with Charles, and right. um, that was sort of disproven, but um, we might see something else, hmm. and it's Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> really, oh, I, think it's, yeah. I think it's pretty. I, I don't want to say too much nice. about it, but it, it's it's in an episode. Uh, I can't say anymore. Yeah, can't say anymore. Oh my god! I thought, I, it was pretty, I thought it was pretty cool. At least, oh yeah, you know. it's pretty out there. I'm guessing it's if we're Charles. talking about the yeah. same thing. I, I think don't so. know yes. if I even know. This. I don't think you know. Yeah, it's just you know, there's just some some shenanigans. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's like you guys. It, the I do think the season sort of almost cut in half in a weird way because there's so many characters you haven't met yet that are coming. Yeah, wow. And there's so much that's going to happen that's going to change just the entire dynamic structure yeah. within these courts. So. Oh, okay. Question. And I don't know if you're allowed to answer this, but... No. I've, <laughs> I've just been curious because, like, obviously, like, the history buff in me, I know kind of where Mary's story goes mm-hmm. uh, in history. And are we going to go... Because I feel like you're going to be fast-forwarding a lot if you go all the way to the end of her life mm-hmm. by the end of this 20 season. years to yeah. 2020. Yeah. Well, listen, we, we did get canceled. So, uh, so uh, you know, all I can say is that um, there's some things, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm okay. going to say I don't, yeah, don't want to get you in trouble. All that, you know, obviously there is a lot of her life that still yes. has to be led. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that the show tries to tackle whatever pieces of that it can you know with yeah. the remaining time that it has left I'm really looking forward to the fan fiction this is why this is why he's here I think I think there will be room for people to to sort of fill in things okay, okay. Um, yeah, and, and, and yeah. there's already people doing rain fan fiction right now so I'm like, yes, excited about what's going to be like in oh, a yes. few months tell me what happens yeah. With tell us all yeah Yes, love like, it. All right, so we gotta get to England. Just touch on yep. England. That, that, yeah, let's touch yes. on England really let's quick because a lot happened. A lot happened. Um, so we see Elizabeth and Gideon, poor Gideon's oh, daughter, oh. Agatha. Yes, Agatha. Um, I liked this episode seeing Elizabeth's soft side, seeing mm-hmm. that yeah. she has that sympathy and really trying to help Gideon. Right. Um, what? In trying to capture their relationship, what was kind of like your goal behind that? Um, I think you. I think it's great what you just said because that that is what we want from Elizabeth. Isn't just again the there's nobody's really black or white mm-hmm. in terms right. of there being a good guy bad guy in a way. Um, I mean maybe Narcisse. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I love Narcisse. Yeah. So I know we're back in French court. God damn, let's get back here. <laughs> so hard not to talk about. Um, no, I mean I I just and I I think I, I loved working with Rachel and it's really uh, and I'm really excited again for, for the next episode that I directed with Rachel and and her journey on that because she's got also got these huge pressures on yeah. on her, but it is really important to um, with Gideon and and Ben is just a delight and yeah. so much fun mm-hmm. and he's had his heart broken by yeah. Mary you know mm-hmm. he was prepared Absolutely. to do something for her and Mary's made an uh, you know a call she made a choice mm-hmm. um, but with with Rachie you know she's just she is so playful and so much fun and I think it is important because you need to you need to care and that's what's interesting again about this show that you actually in a different world in a different things perhaps they'd evolve they could be leaders mm-hmm. right right but it's very precarious the power structure mm-hmm. yeah. and so mm-hmm. she's a she's a she's a bad guy you also want to love yeah yes. well yeah. i think so much of her her story uh, in life and and you know especially on the show is about all these larger than life issues that she's having to deal with and that huge pressure and weight and so seeing the the intimacy and compassion she shows in this very you know, personal, intimate, 
and complicated relationship is so interesting. Yeah. Well, it's a great line too. You know, he said when when she says about friends, and he says, "Oh, is that what we are yeah. now?" Yeah. yeah. And he right. calls her on that because we've already set up that Gideon and had seduced Elizabeth years before when yeah. we first saw Gideon in the tower. And he yeah. Was very cocky, yeah. and she said basically, "Do what you do best." You know, break her heart or right. make her fall in love with you because she knows what he's good at. So now they're both in very different positions. And when she says that about and he calls her on that we're now we're friends and she's like well i don't have many and then she says any Any. she's a very very lonely lady yeah Yeah. and that's also really to think about that to be the most powerful Mm -hmm. one of the most powerful people in the world right Mm -hmm. and then as a woman on top of it and she is has no friends sounds like that she has no one to who is who she can trust who has her back and so these two people are now circling around each other I don't know what's going to happen. Can I ask what Agatha Probably has? Nothing. <laughs> Do, uh, what yeah. does Agatha have? Uh, we she... know that it's not curable by blue-stained flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what we yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't name it. We looked okay. at some different things like tuberculosis yeah. and things like that when we were doing research for symptoms. But we don't we don't say what it is. But, um, you know. And there were things that were around that time. They were plagues. Because mm-hmm. the, right. the, the Black Plague and the, or the Black Death, I think as it was called, was not... Um, Fully eradicated, it would come mm-hmm. come in ways and could come we and beat it in about two episodes. Out. You know, it, yeah. it can come and go. So, so at that time, things uh, life is pretty precarious. It is. Oh you know, Lori so always fragile. said that she wanted to do. We didn't totally do this, but it's just you know, back then, if you get a paper cut, mm-hmm. a week later you could be dead because yeah. there we just there's no medicine. Infection. There's infections. Infection, just things. Right. So life is really fragile. I mean, even especially with women having to get through childbirth is like, mm-hmm. just, well, yeah. oh my god, it's, it's yeah. a major high stake. So. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I really think the work that Ben and Rachel did this year is really good, and and uh, and you are seeing this. You're you're seeing this compassionate side. You're seeing this human side, but you're also seeing all this fear that both of these queens have in two different countries, and of course. They, we can see what they can't, and it's really um, kind of heartbreaking. So yeah. well, and, and we see so much of what we what we think their relationship could have been like mm-hmm. if there wasn't this rivalry just built into the framework of yeah. it, you know, right. and, yeah. and how much respect and appreciation and how much they might have been able to accomplish together. Yeah. Well, it's kind of fun because it's a bit of an echo of what Francis used to talk about in the first season a lot because he yeah. had this sort of thing about you having to protect your country over your heart. Love is irrelevant. You yeah. know, he, he right. would say that a lot right. and he knew that he had a duty of something beyond which which his his half brother Bash didn't have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he could he could love fully and do things and Francis always had to think with another mind and that's really what Elizabeth is, and Mary are both Absolutely. in that position. Yeah. Right. Of course. Right. Do you think Catherine's in that position? I think, yeah, well, I think Catherine <clears throat> Catherine was in a very different position because she didn't have uh, the right to title. Um, she was not, mm-hmm. she was, you know, a mercantile family that was basically... Wed into it. Wed into something and was on, her head was on the chopping block, literally, or m- several times mm-hmm. And when she was younger, when she wasn't producing an heir fast enough. Mm-hmm. They were ready yeah. to... Um, get rid of her she had was very clever early on and strategically had aligned herself with henry's father uh mm-hmm. francis the first and basically there as i was reading about catherine and when it was looking like she wasn't producing an heir she threw herself at the feet of the other the older king and said uh i will be your chambermaid i will scrub your toilets i will do anything please do not kill me and don't send me back mm-hmm. and he took pity on her and stayed and then something switched and she started to produce children mm-hmm. and she then realized she had no power nothing if she didn't have heirs male heirs mm-hmm. or yeah. female heirs that yeah. she could marry off yeah. and that her power although she really even historically was very savvy on the politics of the day mm-hmm. and knew it she was always having to do it through the channels of other people because she didn't have the right. And yeah. that's why she tried to secure the regency for herself when her children were young because she actually knew what she was doing. She Absolutely. was very she smart. She had a lot of pressure on her, too. I mean, of we, we um, Narcisse has sort of absorbed a lot of the role that the Guises played out in history, but she had the Guises were incredibly like mafia like powerful political figures at court and they were really trying to run France around and they were men. Mm-hmm. So you had that going on and, and then all this religious violence uh, yeah. constantly she you know, she gets some bad raps in history, but she worked 
really hard to create some peace treaties beyond. She did actually, and and she did, and she was actually, in in truth, open to the the occult more. She mm-hmm. was. She, there were people that she loved who were Protestants. Mm-hmm. I think her sister in law or Navarre. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So she was actually trying not to be a hard line between Protestants and Catholics. Mm-hmm. And there was a series of things that basically. There was a fight at, in that time. Yeah, right. well, she didn't have the leniency. France, as a you know, as a country, was very at the beginning of it all. It was much more open, and it was what was happening, you know, with the Cathars in Languedoc and in the 1200s that ended up spawning what you know. I, I think it was uh, I can't remember. I think it was. I can't remember which pope it was, but you know he ended up uh, creating this whole religious war and trying to unify the the Vatican as a state and as an empire, you know, to to quell that religious uprising in France. So I think that you know it makes a lot of sense that she was part of that as well. Yeah. So it's, it's so so she's. Uh, I always just loved playing her because I had a lot of empathy. Mm-hmm. What was for your favorite her. part of playing her? Like, what was what was that one quality that you just gravitated to about her? Um. Well, <laughs> I, I loved playing it. I, I, one, it's, it's a dangerous thing to have in life is righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think when she did terrible things, she didn't do them because she was just bored or right. Right. she just she wasn't, uh, you know, malevolent. You know, she yeah. actually did things because she thought she was right, which yeah. is mm-hmm. which to me makes her even more dangerous because yeah. there was Absolutely. a passion behind it and was her fierce loyalty to her children, which oh was God. so yeah. beautifully set up in the pilot mm-hmm. yeah. with her son. Yeah. And basically, you already know the marriage is for disastrous. She's been having to basically share her husband, which is so... She's a character that had humiliation rubbed in her face from the first scene you see her in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's puts her backing behind her son. And even when it makes her son uncomfortable... So I remember the first day I met Toby, and he was like, you know, this young twenty, you know, was he even twenty, you know, he was in our land. And I have, you know, and I have, I have a son uh, similar age, and I, you know, basically was like, just get ready, I'm going to be touching you a lot, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an Italian mother. Are you kidding me? I'm going to be kissing you. I'm going to be touching you. I'm going to be fixing your coat. I'm going to be like, you are my baby. And he was like, go on it, because I thought, you know, because she's living through him. Yeah. Right. And so that's fun. I mean, that stuff is just delicious to play. Yeah. And yeah. now through Charles, who... Yeah. Oh, my God. Hard, but I can't it's, wait but to it's see great. where that goes. It's so great because, it's, you know, the show has a memory. There's, there's, a, there's a history within the, the show. There's a real history and there's a history of the show. And Absolutely. what's so great is, you know, Francis's absence is just deafening. It's, it's, it's always there. It's mm-hmm. this big waking hole. And, and what's great about what Spencer does to that part is that you just feel that he can never... He can never be his brother. I love Spencer, Spencer as an is, actor, yeah, and, awesome. I, and Charles as a character because I think yeah. that is true. And he's also so beautiful, Spencer mm-hmm. too. But and even in blood, I, yeah. I, <laughs> even when he's wearing a goatee, he's, even when he's got his blood goatee on. Yeah. But he's you know, but he's got those blue eyes too, yeah. like yeah. like his brother. And he's in a he's in this just terrible mm-hmm. situation where he's inherited something that he didn't want. Yeah. He didn't. And he's not the. Uh, I mean, we've gone through all things with with uh, with Charles, where he's yeah. been the good guy, and he's been the bad yeah, every, guy. Every time the... he tries to be, something <laughs> ends up happening. You know, yeah. he was trying so hard to be the good guy yeah. until he was, you know, taken by the Red Knights, and it was just it was something that changed him forever. You know, yeah. and, and then Mummy slaps him across the face, <laughs> but, which is what I loved about that character. You know, he's like, I don't want to do this, and he's having this big painful moment, and Mum just says, "What." Yeah. And she yeah. just slaps him across the face, which is <laughs> terrible. But in her mind, it's like you can't be weak. Well, also everything she's had to do to, to find power, and he wants to constantly. Yeah, no, insane. no, that's not going to work for Catherine. Yeah. Right. One of my favorite lines. She'll slap you, and then she'll make you some soup. Exactly. One of my favorite Catherine lines. I think it was, it was from Three Ten, the first uh, one that you directed, where you know you come into Mary, and you're just like. I am regent. Because yeah. <laughs> really, because she wants the power for herself yeah. and has yeah. no right to that power. That's yeah. what is so um, twisted yeah. and fun. About well, she her. believes she's the best person to have that. Well, power, she right? was. She, <laughs> is. she is, but she's got to play the game, and the game she's is keep the, game. the sun yeah. in place, so or else there's nothing. I don't yeah. know if this is ever going to happen, but I will. I, it, there's 
there's, even if I beg you for it to happen. I just really <laughs> it's already done. It's already, it's already done. done. I really, really hope we have a scene where we get to see because I love the scenes with you and Elizabeth. I think those were so great. But if we can see a scene with all three queens. Oh, yes. That would be amazing. I don't know if there's a way. I mean, it's going to have to be very meticulous writing to well, get all three of those women yeah. in the same History, spot, I don't think, allowed. Yeah, history did not uh, allow that yeah, at all. Yeah. But it would be amazing. It would be amazing. Yes. To see all three. Absolutely. I don't even know what would happen. <laughs> I don't either. I don't even know what would happen. I feel happen. like the world would just explode. Yeah. 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 Dream. Dream. We should have had it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dream sequence. One. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some fan questions. We had a whole bunch of fans. And um, tweet into us. I wonder why that is. I know. I wonder why. Um, and they came up with some really good questions. They so. did. Well, yeah. first of all, just because I, I, I want to get into, I want to make sure you guys can pitch whatever you're working on next yes. before we uh, kind of get deeper into all these questions. What are you guys up to next now that Rain is? Uh, so, uh, not sure what's happening on the acting front. Doing some stuff on the other side of the the camera. Some producing uh, at a short film called Five Films About Technology. Uh, that premiered at TIFF and then went to Sundance, and we sold it internationally, and uh, it'll be popping up in some crazy places, and it'll be screening with uh, Neon Films Colossal in theaters across America. So. Congratulations. Yeah. You should have gone last. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm developing my own projects now, my own scripts for my own shows. So. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm auditioning for those shows. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, what are they, Drew? Because yeah. I'm right? auditioning for those. Just cut the camera, we'll have a little... Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm also, you know, been auditioning out there back in the world um, and also further um, meeting with different uh, showrunners for different shows to direct. So I, I have a series of meetings that I'm that I'm nice. I can't say anything yet until everything's on the dotted line. Um, but also creating stuff and um, creating There's a show that my daughter is uh, been writing and working on creating from for myself her and my mother who's an actress oh wow so I'll just Lila tease that one Greer's sister on the show yeah uh, and uh, my daughter Lila's um, in the Netflix series Frontier um, she plays Love a character it. named Clena um, awesome. so we'll be looking out for that for sure yeah yeah definitely awesome alright we're gonna get to fan questions another fan questions Huh? Oh, that was a fan question. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it was. It was a fan question. Um, so I guess this could be for uh, Megan or Drew. Uh, this is from Isi Akasaru on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, what can we expect from Catherine and Narcisse in season four? <laughs> Friends, lovers. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of those questions. Yeah. yeah. Well, definitely. You know, we're we. We go back and forth. Uh, mm -hmm. Narcisse has got a really interesting journey. He's going to go yeah. on, mm -hmm. um, on on his own because he's obviously his heart is still um, destroyed. Was uh, mm -hmm. hey hey hey? You know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the real love of his life is Catherine. <laughs> of course. Sorry, Lola was a distant Cat second. You clearly, know what? Catherine doesn't have a lot of patience. This is a broken heart. I'm not going to lie. I know they need a little you know, get over. <laughs> get back to the castle and help me run this country. Yeah. Um, so we kind of have a love-hate thing going on. Right. It's really, I mean, it's just, they're great together and yeah. there is no shortage of Catherine and Narcisse the rest of the season. I mean, as you've seen, they, they, they are really trying to hold together a ship with a lot of leaks. So there's a lot to be done and a lot of opportunities that'll pop up. I do too. have to just plug that scene with Narcisse and um, Anastasia who played... <laughs> Um, Lisa in the when after when she's talking about the art that she right. confiscated yeah. and I was so much fun having Craig and I was like seducer <laughs> let's see what would happen and that's and then I was like with Lisa and it feels kind of good he's got you you know so <laughs> that he gets her so that when he when she realizes that he was yeah. tricking her yeah. now you've really crossed a line with her totally. you don't make a fool mm -hmm. of her she doesn't they definitely had a that. deep anti-protestant <laughs> kink that they shared that could have been yeah. really spicy but they, you know, I know, yeah. <laughs> they could have burned so many homes and villages I know together. they could so have you can just see it yeah, yeah that so was many. working for her um, we're, so I know Jonathan you kind yeah. of said that you were happy with the way your character went out mm -hmm. are you happy with Catherine's end Great question. Oh, um, <laughs> no. Um, uh, only because I didn't want it to end. Um, so really, that, that's a tough question because yeah. I just... Uh, and I still really think, uh, I, you know, I think there's something else there to... Um, I, I just sure. love 
Spin off. Spin off. Spin off. Come on. Yeah. Come on. We'd all watch it. How many more sons does yeah. Catherine have that, like, Listen, we could, like, she's got some good daughters, too. She's got some good daughters. 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 She's got some good so I, I think that was it was just a hard one um, to let go of. Yeah. 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 Okay, this one I'm going to actually ask you, Uh-oh. Jonathan. What would Terrified. you do if you were Claude or Luke or Leith? What would, yeah, in that situation. What, uh, what would be your solution to that problem? Uh, <laughs> you don't well, want to admit to murder on a television. No, right? <laughs> I would have killed a man. Murder, <laughs> murder. Uh, you know... I, I think it's interesting. You, uh, you know, I got to live through this guy's life for four years, and to see and to to, to have to be victim to all of those different circumstances. And I think I, I completely understand. You know, where the, the decision that he made. So part of me thinks I would do what he did. You know, part of me thinks I would also just self-flagellate and put up with whatever I had to to be with the woman I loved. You know, so I think uh, probably one of the two. You know, depending upon <laughs> how 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 disciplined I could be in the moment. So this one is more? yeah I have one more. Okay. Um, oh where okay um, this is from for our at not done abusing forever hashtag forever right I don't anyways <laughs> I don't know how Twitter works but um, <laughs> you guys best on set memory most fun I guess memory that you have from being on set behind the Ooh. scenes not like mm-hmm. on scenes and all three of you can answer sure, this great. yeah well it's early on I mean only because <laughs> there was one moment it was it was. Uh, Alan Van Sprang and uh, <laughs> Rossif and myself, and it was in Dirty Laundry, and yep. we had you know done everything, and we were walking about to walk into the the big scene to make up this big lie to get the the thing resolved, and all of a sudden Nostradamus kind of literally kind of comes around a corner and has to drop a little bomb about something. He has to tell us this information, so we shot him first, <laughs> and he had this l- list of lines, and he got it out. It was fine came around to shoot Alan and I and every time Rossif opened his mouth he just got hysterical giggles he could not <laughs> get the words out but the camera wasn't on him the camera was right. on Alan and I so he would just start to <laughs> and he would like start shaking and oh it was absolutely contagious yeah. like Alan and I lost it hysterical like yeah. just the tears when you get those kind of giggles or your head feels like it's going to explode and everyone else is looking at you like they have no idea why it's funny it's not you know you're in your own world but it was um, it was pretty delicious yeah. uh, mine would probably be uh, you know on a handful of occasions I got to fly up to set because we would write the show here in LA and produce it in Toronto we also would shoot in Ireland and so I got to go up to Ireland for the end of season three because we shot the last pieces of the last three episodes, yeah. 16, 17, 18, in Ireland. And um, getting to go up there, and uh, it was it really felt like we weren't making a television show. It was yeah. so stunning, so beautiful. I fell in love with Dublin. And also, even just the the like the background actors that would show up, who were like the Irish background actors, they had these beautiful beards. I guess they were all working on Vikings. And, uh, you know. <laughs> but there was like a... You really felt like you were transported and I thought that I mean listen the sets in, in Toronto were beautiful as well but there was something like you would just be sitting there watching for distance and these people would walk into a, the frame just pick up a piece of wood or just you, you really felt like you were kind of halfway in reality and halfway in the past and I was I felt tremendously grateful to I mean I, I am I think the show is amazing and, and I'm really proud of being a part of it but yeah. just even that just to be in a, a, a place like that that just felt like bigger than any television show could ever feel it was amazing um, and then obviously anything involving these people who are at the table. <laughs> um, yeah, a, you know, one of the I think one of the most sort of special moments is I, I happened to be in Toronto for the the last day of filming, and uh, you know I was able to go to the set and sort of be there as we ended it all. And there was a bunch of us that were done. I mean, oh we yeah, were, we were that wrapped. Was one of the best and memories, yeah. you know, it was sort of a whole combination of things. You know, Meredith uh, from Wardrobe, you know. Wardrobe was wrapped at that point, so she just put all of us in like furs and crowns and jewels, and we were sort of bouncing around the studio. And then we went out to the back lot. We were drinking a lot of champagne, and yeah, and just sort of you know, but getting to take in the set and be in there and sort of say goodbye to it, and then being there for the ending and sort of having everyone just have this 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 
this really special feeling. I think that you know uh, what we do is the the purest form of creative collaboration that I know, and I think that that's why rap parties and raps are so special because there's just this this shared thing that we couldn't have done it without any of the other people involved, and it's just so beautiful. and And in that moment, you just feel the bigness of it, and so it was uh, it was really special. Awesome, awesome. we love it. All right, we're going to want it to end. I know. It's <laughs> soon. Do you want to do predictions really quick? Let's do predictions really, yeah. really quick, and then we'll just watch I'll just tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're going to be... I know. All right, so I predict that there's something going on with James in Scotland. Absolutely. Something with the Watchmen and James. I think he's kind of conniving behind Mary's back. You think he's the Watchmen? I don't know. I don't think he's a Watchman. I think... I think Bash is the Watchman. Oh, yeah. Where is Bash, by the way? He's with the Druids. <laughs> Hello. No, it could yeah. be Bash. I think, it it's, I think Bash. Bash is the Watchman. So that's that's my prediction. That's yours. Um, besides that Bash is the Watchman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lord, I... For some reason, I think Greer's gonna go. I think Mary has lost every... And now that I don't feel like... I feel like the only reason Greer was still... I feel like Mary's going to lose all of her ladies before she loses her life. So I think Greer's going to go. And I don't want her to go. Um, but as you guys showed me, is like even mothers are not safe. No in one's this safe world. on Rain. So you killed, baby you killed episode. Lola, mm-hmm. and that was absolutely. Yeah, you did. That was <laughs> you killed Lola, yeah. and that was devastating. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I think before the end of the season, I think Greer Greer's gonna go, and it's mm. gonna be really sad unless unless Lathe can come in and save the day. Mm-hmm. But we are. <laughs> you know, we already know. But he's already told me he's not gonna yeah. John Snow. Yeah. So um, so yeah, we I just. Can't. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank, oh, you. So thank, you. thank you. Thank you. It's been a treat for us. It's been a treat for the fans. And yeah, if, at, when all this is said and done, if you guys want to try to get the whole cast together, we can do a big round table with everybody and talk about the whole series. We are so down. Um, we can find a great space and do cool. it. And do okay. It. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. 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 Welcome back anytime. Thank you thank for you the, so your much. support yeah. of our show. Absolutely. Yeah. So until we see you guys again on all your future projects, where can the good people follow you? Um, they can follow me on, I guess, on Instagram. That's my main one that I'm on, which is Meg underscore follows. Awesome. Uh, they can't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, at uh, J-O-N-N-Y-K-A-N-Y-O-N, Johnny Canyon. Apps. Yeah. And what about you, Keaton? Oh, oh you guys can follow me at Keaton Markey uh, all over the interwebs. Yeah, and you guys can follow me at Alina Vision, and that's Vision with two S's all over the web. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Once again, thanks to our guests, and we'll see you guys next week. Be sure to comment, tweet at us, tweet at them, keep in touch, and yeah. We'll and I know you. we didn't do Castle Corner, yes. but that's just because we got I too think caught up this talking is, to them. Yes, yeah. so we, we are Castle, castle Corner. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> so, are Castle Corner. We are Castle Corner. Don't hate from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz later! (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.